0: And so we've got another episode of Echo Chamber right here for you people This is day 9 of the film festival Day 9 um, Yeah, don't, it definitely started a lot better than yesterday did And um, yeah, it was just good all the way through You know, I didn't get to see kindergarten um, teacher But... Uh, you know, I, I think that was a stretch anyway, so it seems to be very popular, but I'm sure I'll, I'll be able to bring you a review over the coming weeks, but instead, I, I got to see a film called "CAM" that was a, a big surprise. So um, listen up, I've got free reviews for you, and um, I hope you enjoy them. <laughs> The first film I saw today was The Favorite. This is um, directed by Yorgos Lanfimos. It's produced by Cece Dempsey, Ed Gooney, Lee Magady, and Yugi Lanthimos. The screenplay was by Deborah Davis and Tony McNamara. And it's starring Olivia Coleman, Emma Stone, Rachel Weisz, Nicholas Holt and Joe Alwyn. It's 120 minutes and it's from Fox Searchlight. And um, if you want to know what it's about, well, it's the early 18th century. England is at war with France and Queen Anne's. That's Olivia Coleman. Poor health finds her relying on her doting friend Lady Sarah, who's Rachel Weiss. When Sarah's cousin Abigail, Emma Stone, arrives at the palace, her charm soon wins the Queen's attentions. And the shrewd girl sees a way to restore her social status, lost through her father's disastrous wages. With stakes of the heart high, the two women soon become rivals for the Queen's affections in a wickedly funny game of one-up womanship. This is a riotous, gleeful, and supremely intelligent filmmaking with every department in exquisite chorus. Fiona Crombie's sets offer a spectacular canvas for much ribald jocularity. Custom designer Sandy Powell boldly updates cult classics with the odd bit of beautiful kink, while Robbie Ryan's occasionally bulbous lens bears witness to strange goings-on. Yet the pinnacle of so many delights is a trio of performances from Coleman, Stone & White's. They fizz through the repartee that's set at a breakneck pace by Lafimos and screenwriters Deborah Davis and Tony McNamara, along with a terrific supporting cast, including Nicholas Holt, Mark Gatiss. They deliver pitch-perfect physical comedy and clever witticisms. Let them eat pineapple. Um, so... Yes, you know, I, I I saw a little kind of clip of this at the um at the program launch, and it really did look intriguing. So I, I, I just thought, yeah, I need to um I need to check this out. Um, you will know um Yorgos Alafimos from the killing of a sacred deer and lobster. But I'd say this is a completely different film to those I mean, a lot of people said Lobster was a comedy I didn't really think it was But this definitely has comedic traits all the way through it Because it, it's put together so well I think the use of language is extremely clever Because they've... um. You know, they're using some old English and speaking in that kind of pattern from the time But then uh, a new swear word will be thrown into the mix And normally if someone says this word, like, you'd be, what? But the way it's delivered in the context of these conversations and within the speech patterns that are used You just find yourself laughing in hysterics It's so funny So it's just so well put together And I think, like, you know, you can have a funny script But if the, you know, the the people delivering that script aren't on point It's just not going to work And every single body Here They're just Hilarious You know, Coleman, Stone, Wise They are on top form And just the repartee between them Works so well You know, you have these sly little looks And everything, it's fantastic Then, as I said, look The supporting cast Really good Really good Because that cast have to play off of You know, these three leads So the maids in the kitchen The way they 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 work with Stone You know, like the, the other lords With Wise It's just tremendous Really is And I think there's so much in this film There's essentially You know We've, we, we've seen similar stories. This is about court cool intrigue. You know, essentially, you know, that's what this is. It's a, it's a film about the intrigues of court. Cool. Now, The Tudors was about intrigues of, in court, cool, but oh my gosh, this is so much different from that. And um, yeah, that's the brilliance of it. Because they've put this story together That is hilarious But it also speaks of the time, you know And so you're just entertained on so many levels And the cameras Like, we have some really interesting angles Which... Really does help with the story Because you know I think sometimes you see films And like it's just Portrayed in the same old format So you're just like ah, Well you know There's nothing special here But when They they decide to use Like different ways To bring you What's going on That adds so much to a film and so yeah, you've got these weird different angles They're using fisheye camera lens And it, it, it helps to bring everything to life It's just fascinating it, Yeah, it really And like Look, the language is funny But then there's these different moments in the film as well Like there's a duck race A duck race And rabbits it just—it sounds ludicrous, but it is hilarious and it works. It really does work. Trust me. Yeah. Um, oh, I—I just think um, I like the end. Is I would say the ending is understated, but. It 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 it's perfect for the film, you know. I I I think if it had been this really up ending, you might be like, ah, that's kind of ruined it. But the way it ends, yeah, it just really fits into the narrative, and so it 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 helps kind of just cap this story off, and it leaves you um, with a little bit of wonder. Yeah. Yeah, with a little bit of of wonder. But I would definitely um highly recommend this. I, I, I would definitely say, look, if you have the opportunity, go see this. And you will get an opportunity. Uh Friday the nineteenth at two twenty PM. This is at Embankment Garden Cinema. Then Sunday the 21st at 12.30pm at the Curzon Mayfair Cinema. And something you should know about the 19th. This screening will have an audio description soundtrack. For customers who are blind or partially sighted. Headphones are available on request at the venue. So when you walk into... um, the Embankment Garden Cinema Just ask at the box office Or ask a member of staff They're floating around they're, they, You'll see them, they're in blue t-shirts Ask them and they will be able to um, Sort you out with the audio description Which is really good, you know So, um, yes This is the favourite From Yorgos Lanifamos. And it's um, It's a riotous watch So go check it out people I had a gap um, In between the films that I was going to see today So I figured I'd try and find something to, um, to watch um, Like the first thing I went into um, It ended up being subtitled So I found something else It was a film called Cam I had no clue what this was Just took it by chance And to be honest I I wasn't disappointed This was a very odd little film But it it was enjoyable You know Um, It's from director Daniel Goldhaber uh, produced by Isabel Link-Levy, Adam Hendricks, Greg Gilreth and John Lang. It's written by Iza Mazzi and it's starring Madeleine Brewer, Patch Dara and Milora Walters. It's 94 minutes and it's from Divide Conquer. And the synopsis is Ambitious Camgirl Alice Known to fans as Lola Is desperate to hit number one in the chatroom charts And knock main rival Enduring fan favourite Baby Off the coveted top spot Inching slowly up the league tables With her increasingly outlandish and risque shows Alice's hard work appears to be paying off However, one day she finds herself unable to access her account And inexplicably discovers that Lola is still active online But who is this mysterious virtual doppelganger And how can Alice stop her? Collaborating closely with friend and former sex worker Isamazi Daniel Gollard harbors whip-smart, impressively dexterous thrill ride, skillfully sidesteps all too familiar moralizing about the perils and supposed shame of sex work, instead offering up a refreshingly progressive critique on internet privacy and the com commodification of the female body in a digital age. Yeah, this was as I said look it was really interesting, especially when you go in not knowing anything about the film. You know, like it start the way the film starts is you're a bit, I was in shock. I was a bit like what no, 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 that's not, no, nah, and then you really, oh, okay, so yeah, it, it really hits you hard at the beginning, and then goes from there, you know, and, and you get this story, and it's just intriguing, because, you know, it. it doesn't really offer up any explanations, like, you know, she's like, oh, I need to I need to get in the top 50 Okay, I'm in the top 50 Now I need to get here But you don't know what the reason is You know, is it pride? Does being higher up offer up more money? Like, you know what I mean? It, it, it's like we're not quite sure what the real reason is But we know it's important to her so she's doing all these different things to try and get there. And with all of like this stuff happening, there's um you know, she, she's talking with her brother and and her mum. So there's those interactions and she's trying to um you know, fit both worlds into her life without them interacting. So we have this And then it's like um, You know Like she's talking to the people And it's like Oh and uh, you know Like meeting up with certain Like of the people that are on her page Because you know She wants to Ingratiate herself So they keep on Coming to her page They keep on liking her page And helping her You know move up the ranks So she's trying to be nice to people And then It's like But what are their motives You know so we have all of this Kind of interplaying with each other Which is fascinating It's It's just yeah It's crazy Then everything just goes Very odd for her As it said in the synopsis she's locked out of her account and you, you find her just spiralling out of control Just like, you know, trying to work out what's happening Trying to get help for the problem And finding that there's not any help uh, and, and yeah, and that's where, you know And the story just starts to get really crazy Really crazy uh, But it's fun it's yeah it gets really fun And well I like when I say fun I mean like you know The story is The story's crazy And it's fun because you're interested You're intrigued You're like on the edge of your seat Really thinking oh What's happening here where is this going Now is she safe Like What is this kind of horror? Is this a horror? Is this a thriller? What? What is this? What's happening here? So we're getting all of this kind of stuff, and you're like, whoa! You're in. You're just yeah, intrigued. And the thing I did like, yeah, it it doesn't try and have her, you know, explain or, you know, have those, like. To consciousness with someone where she's like, I've realised what I'm doing is wrong, but you know it's the only way I could survive, or it's the only way I could get through college and blah 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 blah. You know, it didn't try any of that, which was um yeah, it was good, it was interesting, you know, but. I think it 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 doesn't explain some of the other stuff around it though. Like you know why is this like not the fact that yeah you know oh why does she do sex work but no but why is this job so important to her? You know, like yeah, why is this one like? Couldn't she not go somewhere else? Like you know what's what are the things holding her here They don't really Kind of Give you anything on those Things Which I feel That could have added something To the story But to be honest it didn't really Detract from the story Either Which is fine So um, Yeah you're you're just Left with this this fascinating insight into the world of um of cam girls which to be honest i yeah i wouldn't have thought about watching not for any reason just being like there's so many other things playing and that kind of stuff and i just feel like well yeah you know i was like what well, well, what would this be though so yeah i don't know if I'd have seen it here. Like, if it was on Netflix, I might have given it a look. But at the film festival, no. So, yeah, I'm glad that I stumbled upon this. And um, you could see it on Saturday the 20th at quarter past six. This is at the Curzon Soho Cinema. Or Sunday the 21st at... 3.30 3.30 at the Prince Charles Cinema and I would say look if you're at a loose end you know because remember this is only an hour and a half so if you're at a loose end and you want something to do in between films or before you meet up with from friends or whatever whatever, I, you know I, I, I'd say you couldn't do too badly with checking this out yeah. So that's CAM C A M. All right. So um yeah, check it out and um you know, you can always leave comments and let us know what you're what you're thinking of the films that you've been seeing during the festival. So maybe do that, okay? Cool. The last film I saw today i um I chose to see because I was captivated by an image that was it I hadn't seen a trailer I hadn't seen any short clip it was just this one image that just resonated with me so much you know i i i was just you know i i just kind of felt all this emotion kind of resonating from it, you know, you could see all this love and just, so yeah, I, I went to see Blaze, which is the new film um from Ethan Hawke, uh, Hawke also produced it with Ryan Hawke, uh, Jake Seal and John Sloss. Uh, and he wrote the script along with Sybil Rosen. It's starring Ben Dickey, Ali Shawcat and Sam Rockwell. It's 127 minutes and it's from Scenic Media. Ah uh, and um yeah the the breakdown is Blaze Foley, a wild spirited songwriter who toured with Towns Van Zadant lived up to his name burning brightly and briefly in this gonzo biopic Ben Dickey gives a charismatic turn as Blaze a self-destructed talent who don't know what he's got in this case a luminous Aliyah Shawcat till she's gone As his star rises, he hooks up with drinking buddy Van Zant, regular Dylan guitarist Charlie Sexton, and their songs are woven into the narrative. Shot in the warm hues of a whiskey buzz, Blaze also features cameos from Sam Rockwell, Steve Zane, and Richard Linklater. Director Hulk cast an affectionate, nostalgic eye on the barroom gig circuit in this spirited excavation of talented but little-known musician's musician. Now, um, this film, like, it really kind of, Sets the scene on who Blaze is with the beginning, because he's just drunk in a recording studio, causing all manner of hell. So we have this, and then it cuts to um, a radio station with an like two of Blaze's friends giving an interview. Um i believe it is van um van zant um and uh yeah I, I forget who the other guy is but yeah they're they're giving um uh this interview and you know the the and and you just hear them you know start off with really like um Yeah, Blaze died like this And then we kind of get flashbacks And the weird thing is This film There's so many Flashbacks and jumps around Like I think Normally this just wouldn't work Because it jumps around all over the place But It really does work it really, really does work, and the funny thing is it's like from a film I knew nothing about, and yeah i I was just moved by an image this film it it was the um it was the one that kind of hurt the most, you know there's so much emotion in this film it was it was ridiculous yeah you know, it it really kind of tears you up with everything that you see like i would say there's an epicness to this film but also just this great great sadness it's like what we see is the finding of of true love. You know, the finding of, like, soulmates. The you know, finding of someone, I think we all want it. Someone that will ride and die for you. You know, someone that's got your back no matter what. Someone that doesn't try and diminish what you do. But cheerleads all the way. Someone that's just got your back. And that's that's there. That's there for Blaze when he meets Sybil. And what we see is just a love. A love all encompassing. You know, with with no strings attached. And I don't mean no strings attached like, you know, swinging. I mean, the love isn't dependent on money. It's not dependent on a certain job. It's not dependent on a car. It's not dependent on um, cachet. It's just love. And... It's just so sweet It's so It's so nice to see It just fills you up with so much emotion And yeah It's So when you see The spiral The loss of control it, It just tears you apart you know it's it's just yeah you 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 don't know what to do really cuz you know it shouldn't happen you don't want this story to end that way you know the the these two stars need to ride through the sky together forever but it it seems that's not the case. It really does seem that's not the case. But I think there's um there's some great little kind of quotes throughout the film that we see, you know, and um, yeah, they they're perfect. They really work so well. I don't want to... I don't want to be a star. I want to be a legend. And when Sybil asks him, Blaze, what's the difference? Blaze says, stars burn up because they shine for themselves. Legends never die. Which, yeah, is a great... It's it's great, man. You know what I mean? And then... um, he 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 says um Sybil was saying how you know she she gets shy sometimes when she's trying to perform and he says um and she says i don't think i have the confidence and he's like confidence is the consolation prize for knowing you're alive just great just like and this is the thing this 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 film, it's riddled with this incredible dialogue These incredible, like, words It's not just, like, the looks between characters It's not just these atomic kind of... Feel that you have Because of the lenses and the filters That are used It's it's just so much Everything comes together with this film To give you this Emotionally charged experience It's just Yeah, it's incredible Like the chemistry between Sybil and Blaze on screen It's It's something else You you believe it I've, You know I know I've said With some of the films I've seen That the, I, I wasn't believing in the romance Here In this film You definitely Believe in the romance You know you, you you, kind of think, yes, these people were in love. These people, they, you know, they, uh, they circled each other. You know, they were each other's sun and the moon. And you believed that. You believed every little bit. You believed the regret. Blaze feels you know it's it's just yeah, it's all there. It really is, it's all there in this film. Like we see um every aspect though. So we see Blaze at the beginning, we see Blaze when he's on tour, and he he's becoming popular, and we see Blaze plays at the end you know um uh, like another really good quote um was from from Sybil and it's do you think we're born knowing how to love cause why do we forget like how poignant is that huh like it's just beautiful But, god damn it, this film made me so damn sad (sighs) So damn sad You know, because you're just seeing the loss of happiness It's like trying to find someone in the fog You know? But it's just, yeah. But people, I'm telling you, you need to see this film. You really do need to see this film. Like, Ethan Hawke does a magnificent job directing this. He really does. And then, um, like, the performance of... Ben Dickey as Blaze and Ali Shawcat as um, Sybil. Just... Just tremendous. Just really just magnificent. So, yeah, I, I really recommend it. It's 127 minutes, but you do not think that. It doesn't feel like it's over two hours. You You're just... Like captivated by everything that you see. So you will be able to see it um, Saturday the 20th at quarter past three at the Curzon Soho Cinema. I mean, I think this is sold out, but there's always returns. So if you go to the screen, I believe it's an hour or half an hour beforehand. Like you should be able to pick up a ticket I'd imagine. And then Sunday the twenty first at twelve o'clock at the View Leicester Square. That one isn't sold out. So yeah, I look go go at twelve o'clock on the twenty first and watch this film because it will touch you and and you will not You really won't regret seeing it. Trust me. Okay, so that's it for another episode. Uh, Tomorrow, we should have for you, Can You Ever Forgive Me, the uh, new Melissa McCarthy film, Um, Only You, and then um, Assassination Nation and Dublin Old School. Right, so that's what I'm hoping to bring you tomorrow. You know, things may change a little, but we'll see. And um, the I should be doing a few interviews, which will be fun. And um, so yeah, you'll be getting those as well at some point over the next few days. All right, people. So um, yeah. You know, the festival, you're, you've got three days left. So remember, go check out those films. And as I said, look, go see Blaze. Whatever you do, go see Blaze.